It's Friday, May 6th, 2022, and welcome to Episode 2 of the Alameda Postcast, an audio service of the Alameda Post. I'm your host, Scott Peeler. Our top story, directly adjacent to the Posey Tube, is one of the quirkiest neighborhoods in all of Alameda. Created in the late 1960s by Barney Barnhill, along with naval architect Richard Boland, the Barnhill Marina is home to 66 eclectic floating homes that serve as a unique oasis of affordable living in the Bay Area. A controlling interest in the marina was sold to Valley Investments Redwoods of Richmond in late 2021. The new owners eventually sought rent increases from the existing residents, averaging a 30% increase. Many of the residents claimed the increases would price them out of the area. On April 28th, the matter came before the Alameda City Council. The council voted unanimously to extend the city's rent stabilization law to the floating community. That 2019 law limited rent increases for land-based units and protected tenants from eviction without cause. The vote also included COVID-19 eviction moratoriums. In an exclusive opinion piece written for the Alameda Post, Liz Williams details what being a part of the Barnhill Marina community has meant over the years, how the residents came together, and what the ruling means for the area. As an independent news source, the Alameda Post is committed to fully reflect the varied viewpoints of our community, and we welcome rebuttals and differing opinions. For more details on this story, including the Post guidelines for submitting your letter to the editor, visit alamedapost.com top. In other city council news, a public hearing was held on May 3rd to review and comment on the annual report on the general plan and the draft housing element update. The draft housing element update describes how the city will accommodate the regional housing needs allocation for 2023 through 2031. The Bay Area has been issued an allocation of 441,176 housing units, with Alameda share being 5,353. That number rises to 6,424 when California's Housing and Community Development Capacity Buffer is added. The main point of contention at the hearing was Alameda's Article 26, which prohibits multifamily housing and residential densities above 22 units per acre. The state has declared that Article 26 runs counter to state law and is therefore unenforceable. As a result, the prohibitions have been removed from shopping centers, Park and Webster Streets, and the R2 through R6 residential housing zones. Additionally, height allowances have changed, including increasing allowable height from three stories to five on Webster Street. The council will now modify the annual report and draft housing element and send the revised document to state housing and community development. The state will review the housing element by August, and the planning board will hold hearings to revise zoning as needed. From August through September, the planning board will hold public hearings to review HCD's comments and make revisions. In November and December, the council will hold hearings and take final actions on the housing element and zoning amendments so the housing element can be implemented in 2023. Here's a perfect way to start your Saturday morning. Coffee, donuts, and classic cars. The Alameda Crankers Car Club presents their monthly Cars and Coffee get-together this Saturday, May 7th at 8 a.m. The location is 2694 Blanding Avenue in the parking lot of the Greer Family Mortuary. Chris Amatone is the managing partner at Greer, and she and her husband Ron are longtime members of the Crankers. When pandemic shut down the annual car show on Park Street, Chris and the Crankers decided to pick up the slack. The event is free, the focus is local, as you might expect from an active Rotarian. As Chris notes, it's awesome and it works because it's low budget, total grassroots, total community, 
and totally non-pretentious. The family-friendly event is totally free, even the donuts and coffee, but the show serves a good cause. The Crankers put out a tip jar for folks to show their appreciation, and 100% of the tips, along with a 100% match, are donated to Alameda Meals on Wheels. The show is the first Saturday of the month and runs March through November. Gates open at 7.30, and the show runs until 10 a.m. After this Saturday show, you can follow many of the participants to the Naval Air Museum, where the East Bay Swap Meet is happening. Have you ever wondered how you can get involved in a way that will make a difference to our community? The city of Alameda needs you. Mayor Marilyn Ezzie Ashcraft notes that there are a dozen city boards and commissions that help guide multiple aspects of life on Alameda. Housing Authority, Recreation and Parks, Public Utilities, the Golf Commission, and more are in need of new members as terms are coming to an end in June. For details on the commissions and their functions, as well as other stories, visit alamedapost.com. Now a look at some upcoming events of interest to the Alameda community. If you're listening to the postcast on Friday, plan on heading over to Park Street tonight, starting at 5 p.m. Rhythmics Cultural Works presents the sounds of Zimbabwe, Puerto Rico, Detroit, and the Bay Area with the Island City Waterways Art Walk. This free music event is happening from 5 to 8 p.m. at various locations along Park Street. In honor of Mother's Day, take your mom book shopping at the Friends of the Alameda Free Library's pop-up used book sale, Saturday the 7th from noon until 4 at the main branch located at 1550 Oak Street. You'll find plenty of children's books, cookbooks, gardening, crafts, and more. This Friday the 13th, no need to be scared. Join the Frank Bett Center for the Arts for the 16th annual Alameda on Camera Mid-Show Reception. This photo-based juried competition showcases all that is Alameda as seen through the eyes and lenses of 48 artists over a 48-hour period. The reception is from 6 until 8 p.m. at the Frank Bett Center, 1601 Peru Street on the corner of Lincoln Avenue. The exhibit runs through May 28th. For details on these and other events, visit alamedapost.com slash events. In Alameda News Around the Web, a story reported by Evan Cernofsky of KTVU-TV, the city of Alameda has released an independent report that exonerates the officers involved in the death of Mario Gonzalez. The Rennie Public Law Group concluded that the officers in question acted in a manner that was, quote, consistent with department policies, end quote. Listeners of the postcast will recall that attorneys for the Gonzalez family last week released an independent autopsy declaring his death was due to restraint asphyxia and not methamphetamine. Details at ktvu.com. The full Rennie Public Law Group report may be found at the City of Alameda's website, alamedaca.gov. Angelica Cabral of the East Bay Times reports on Girls Incorporated's annual Women Who Dare Award. This year, the award recipient is helping to redefine the organization. Annika Miller is the first agender student to be honored by Girls Incorporated. Miller, who uses they-them pronouns, received the award for personal growth, LGBTQ activism, and their involvement with STEM classes. Miller, a senior at Alameda High School, had high praise for the program, noting, It was a great place to be, honestly, as someone who was interested in science and was kind of shy and wanted to meet new people who were also interested in math and science. Miller has been involved with the Gender Sexuality Alliance at Alameda High for the past few years and currently serves as the president. After being accepted to multiple universities, Miller, 
who identifies as asexual, will attend the College of Engineering at Oregon State University beginning in the fall. Full details at eastbaytimes.com. The next round of our popular historical walking tours tells the tales of the rails. Join Dennis Evanoski this month as he explores Alameda, the railroad town. The tours were scheduled to start this Saturday with a look at the arrival of the Transcontinental Railroad. That walk has been postponed until May 28th. Tickets are still available, and tickets purchased for the 7th will be honored. The series kicks off instead on Saturday the 14th with a look at the arrival of the narrow-gauge South Pacific Coastline. Details and tickets at alamedapost.com tours. That's it for this episode of the Alameda Postcast. Visit our website, alamedapost.com newsletter, to sign up for our weekly newsletter. It's free and will never sell or give your personal information to anyone. You can also find us on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and YouTube. Find the Postcast wherever you get your podcasts, or simply tell your smart device to play the Alameda Postcast podcast. I'm Scott Peeler. I'll be back next Friday for Episode 3 of the Alameda Postcast. Until then, to all the moms, stepmoms, grandmoms, moms-in-law, and moms-in-fact, Happy Mother's Day. <laughs>